episode 17. Rise and grind, gamers. We recorded one yesterday. We did record. We recorded 16 yet. Okay. I got like two <laughs> hours of sleep last night. Nice. Because we recorded the episode, then I had to go to work. I didn't get home until about 10. Um... And I had to edit the whole episode. I, okay, so I, we didn't add any. I didn't add any transitions to last week's episode or sixteen or last night's episode, whatever the fuck. Yeah, uh, because it was pretty it's, much all the same topic, and yeah. I was going through for like an hour, just like this. That doesn't. I mean, it's either going to have like a ton of transitions, or we just don't do any. Uh, if this one has transitions, which it will, because we have a bunch of different topics. Yeah. Uh, let's. Use the same artist. Cash's Keys. Cash's Keys. Shout out Cash's Keys, first of all. Shout you out to are, him, man. Yeah. Do you, do you know who we're talking about at no. all? Okay, I'm cool. Sorry, He's man. <laughs> this man is not Columbus educated, I'm, and I'm that's why cultured. he's here. Um, but uh, Cash's Keys, you put on a killer live show, and uh, you are kick ass in general, and you did a song on my first album. So thank you. You're cool. I personally like the second song that you did in that yeah. place doing that thing. Yeah, that was pretty cool. It was pretty stellar. Yeah. yeah. Alright, sounded like static. Mm. Real quick, we gotta run yeah. through a couple <laughs> we gotta run through a couple messages real quick. First of all, this episode of the Gap Street Podcast is sponsored by the Green Room. This is green too. This is green. Yeah. The green yeah. It the makes green sense. sign. Uh, so if you haven't heard me talk Trademark. about the Green Room before, if you're new to the podcast, they've basically been helping us out, uh, paying, helping us with some distribution fees so that you beautiful people can watch us and listen to us on all your different platforms. Uh, we're basically helping get their name out there and they're helping us so that we don't go broke uh, So the green room is basically a store that's opening up at the end of 2019 at the latest supposedly uh, Where they're going to be holding or having a bunch of different products that they're going to be selling uh, from cool t-shirts to tobacco to smoke products Bunch of different cool stuff. Uh, if you've ever been to a Spencer's or Waterbeds and stuff or any kind of store like that, then I guarantee that you will dig the green room. So make sure to tune into this podcast for updates regarding that. And there will not be Kanye shirts there. There will not be that Kanye shit's shirts. illegal. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. We yeah. got, so we had a Kanye shirt up for like five minutes and UMG took it down because we used his likeness. Oh, geez. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, sad. this is Ross Davey, today's, today, yeah. this week's guest. We got a big guest here. I'm Ross Davey. He's an artist. Yeah. yeah, I do art. You do art, graphic design, and he moves his fingers. That I do. It's all yeah. Like poof. yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I do art as a, as a profession. Uh, my tag online is Rastabas Art. Uh, you can like find me on Instagram and stuff. I'm sure we should save that stuff for the end. But yeah, here I am. I'm the guy. And we'll throw some of your stuff up on the screen. And yeah. Just be like, hey, check out his bing, art. Bing, bing. You actually did the uh, the logo that I currently use for my personal YouTube channel. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that's what you used that for. Yeah. Awesome. So, yeah, yeah the Parzavile YouTube channel, that's what I have There you go. as my logo. I'll this big man out. here is the guy in the drawing. Yes. Is, it's crazy. They just use a drawing of another guy. Like, it's just, yeah. you know, it's my thing, but, like, you know. There you go. Yeah. I did that. So, Ross, we, stuff. Yeah, we know you because we went to high school together. Yes. Yeah. You were a year ahead of us. went to high school. We, we can say that now because we're graduated now. Yeah. You, yes. you guys, look at you guys. You're all grown up. Yeah. And we're big now, men. Now, now we're all out of high school. Yes. And done with that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm trying <laughs> to think how exactly I met you. I, I met you through band. You met me through band, yeah. Yes. We were in band together for like three years. You played trombone and I was I a clarinet. And yeah. I was like, that kid's cool. I think Thanks. I met you through yep. our friend Sarah. Sarah, which Pis- one? Pisaris. I know, I know, like five. Sarah's. Sarah's. <laughs> I think it's like there are sixteen Emmas. Yeah. 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 I think that's, that's how I, I think that's how I met you. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
that yeah, that's pretty much that story. It's a good time. Then I, I looked in your face. So I was like, "This man is just gonna be my friend." Yes. And then it happened. And we played super hot VR together in Ben's basement. We did. There, there was a lot of things that happened in Ben's basement. <laughs> Not a lot. That, that was I'm like one of the last times I saw you. I think was like, besides the time that I ran into you at a Roosters. Oh yeah, that was. And you good were just times. chilling, and I was like, "Hey, I know that kid." And you were like, "Hey, I know that kid." Yeah, and then you're just like, "Where are you going to college?" And I said, "Nope." And you're like, "Darn." <laughs> Next week, interviewing Ben's basement. No, uh, we're <laughs> not. We're not going to talk about that today. That's, yeah. that's not on the roster. No, it is on the roster though. Let's talk about your professional life. Let's, let's talk about what you do do, because you don't go to school. I you don't. Got, this you, is a job interview. This is a job interview. It's, yeah. All right. Well, uh, my strengths and weaknesses. I like running. I don't got that many toes, though. I'm sorry. <laughs> the camera can't see my toes, I'm pretty sure, but I don't got them. Anyways, yeah, um, I'm an artist. I don't know why what? I checked your toes. Like, I looked down and I'm like, wait, you, is there something I have a note about this don't, guy? Don't reveal my secret. What was your question? So, so, how did you get started? What was your initial interest and what was the gateway into where you are now, basically? Um, hmm. I've been drawing ever since I was like in kindergarten. My teachers would really get mad at me. They'd be like, hey, stop drawing in your worksheets. And I'd be, fuck you, teacher. I'm going to draw my worksheet anyways. <laughs> um, so that's how I originally got started. And then once like freshman year came around, maybe like five, six years ago, I was like, oh man, I can do this as a profession. So then I started at it. I was terrible at first. I was only drawing furry OCs in a very bad Art style. I don't want to go back. <laughs> don't send me back, please. We'll, um, we'll make you think about it, we'll, but we won't send you back. Uh, I don't want to go back. Anyway, <laughs> um, I bought a drawing tablet in 2014. Yeah, it was like a, this, just this really shitty $50 tablet that I got from Micro Center. And then I just kind of started from there and just been building up ever since. And that's kind of how I got started. So what, kind, what does your art consist of? For the most part. Um, my art still consists of other people's OCs. If you don't, don't know what that is, you're doing perfectly fine. Um, <laughs> it's someone else's like original character, OC, that's what it stands for. But yeah, basically what I do is that they contact me over Instagram, Twitter sometimes, and they'll be like, hey, can you draw this in your style? I'll give you money. And I'm like, dope, I'll do that. And then that's what I draw. So are these like D and D characters and like fantasy type char like characters that they do or like come up with? Like, um, usually it's pretty widely over the spectrum. A lot of it is fantasy and D and D, but I also get like other stuff where like um, it'll just be like cat people, <laughs> and it makes me uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> there's there's a lot like a lot of people that are just like, hey, can you draw this pony in in a in a inappropriate pose? And I have to be like. No, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> not I'm even not, for money, dude. No, nah. wouldn't even demand more. Like, come on. I, I, I gotta pass. Just like <laughs> you, you gotta think about like the mental. That that shit fucks you up. Yeah. I'm, I'm you know, there's only so many times that you can draw a horse cock before you start to bounce off the walls. There you go. <laughs> this man gets it. But yeah. I don't know why he gets it, but he does. <laughs> he does. This is something I haven't learned about this guy, but uh, you know, I guess. 
So your art style is kind of like, we'll probably throw up a few examples in the video part of the podcast, but it's kind of got this like kind of cartoonish mm-hmm. aspect to it. And how, how did you develop that art style over time? Um, I first developed it how like most art, artists develop their art styles. Um, is I literally just copied other people's art styles and then like eventually like mixed more together until it looked into something unique. Something that you quickly learn as an artist is that nothing you do is truly original. Everything that professional artists do is stealing from other artists. And then, bam, that's how you, that's how you do the do. Um, and you I, draw things doing the do as well. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah that, that's what doing the do means. It could yeah. also mean other things, but that, that's what I mean. <laughs> it's like, was it Salvador Dali that said, uh, good artists take or great artists steal or something like that? No, I think or, or the good artists borrow. Uh, good artists do the do, I think. I, <laughs> I've definitely heard both of those quotes before. do the do, Salvador Dali. <laughs> I didn't know it was from Salvador Dali, but he speaks like, the truth. Good artists borrow, great artists steal, something like that. There you go. Yep, that's how I did it. Um, how do you borrow that? How do you borrow something for art? It's like when you say, can I borrow a fry? Borrowing. <laughs> yeah, like, that's I, really I'm good. I'm just going like, to get that you. boondocks clip. <laughs> <laughs> 20 years later, he's like, there, all right, here you go. Like, I mean, they last forever. I mean. Corey, do you know how art works? <laughs> <laughs> a what? You know how art works? I don't know. It's, yeah. 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 <laughs> awesome. But yeah. If um, y'all are listening and not watching, I shook my head really hard when I said that. <laughs> Hell yeah. Awesome. But yeah, um, my art style mostly consists of like uh, three major artists that I like uh, kind of pull aspects from. And um, if you look at those artists, you'll be like, oh yeah, I can see that. And um, name them off. They are, I can name them off on this podcast, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Vizzy Pop, um, she has like this really like crazy, like colorful, really out there art style. Um, social media? What's their social media? Do you know? It probably would be just Vizzy Pop. Okay. Cool. We'll like put it on the screen and stuff. Yeah. There yeah. you go. I have to um, do research now. Damn it. Do some shoutouts. It's your job. Sorry. <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> there's Trent Kaluga. I think that's what his name is. And he's like this really like old fart. I think he's like <laughs> 50 something. Oh, that's so not like... Okay. For for like graphic design artists, it's pretty, Yeah. Yeah. Um, like in the scheme of things. You yeah. Know. He did a lot of things. He did a lot of illustration for Marvel. Um, he was he oh, worked cool. for like Riot Games for a while. Same with um, Blizzard. He's just, he has like those really just really high rendered, just like steampunky art style that just makes you go, oh wow, how'd you make that? Nice. And then the third one is a guy named Kanan Lafferty. He also worked for Riot Games, the people who made League of Legends, and uh, he does like a lot of art tutorials and stuff like that. So I would just follow those for hours while I drew. Cool. And I was like, I'm just going to steal this, this, and this, and now I'm here. Do you know who Ryan Otley is by any chance? No. Okay, he does like a lot of comic drawing. Anyway, I follow him on, on Instagram. It's pretty cool. Go. So More research for you. Put that on the screen, too. Uh, <laughs> 5.13 a.m. thinking. Why the fuck is you in my head? Life flash before your eyes, is it ever worth blinking? Oh, flashing in my eyes. Your, your Instagram, you post, uh, like, a majority of the stuff that you do as a freelance artist, you kind of mm-hmm. you kind of throw up on your Instagram. I notice here and there you, like, throw up an occasional comic. Like, I, I really like one that you did. I was like, 
it's uh, just like really short. It's like, hey, let's play a game. Let's play. Let's help <laughs> help Ross pay rent this month. Yeah. Uh, if you if, if you go back into that um, <laughs> on the last panel where I throw out like, hey, DM me for comic book details. My hands like this, <laughs> except the fingers are that way. <laughs> and so many people are giving me shit about it that. I would go back and change it, but I'm not going to. <laughs> I'm owning much. it. Yeah. It's just like out of spite, like, fuck you guys. I know what I did. But, I really did it. But like you, drawing hands is hard and time yes. consuming. So you, how long did it take you to draw that hand? <laughs> In your art style. And you were, I how far it. were you into it before you realized it was like that? Uh, I posted it, and it was about two weeks later. <laughs> and then, like, five people were like, that hand's wrong. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> Are you judging my condition? Is that what you said? <laughs> no, but yeah. that's, that's a genius response. Dude, I slap people with the back of my hand. It's actually, like, the it's front. Like, like, the video yeah. of that girl that, like, grabs the Coke can with her hand backwards. Oh, God, dude. That? I hated that. Uh, I didn't like it whatsoever. Dude, we evolved for a reason. That's yeah. not supposed to be like that. <laughs> Maybe she's the next step. You never know. And Anyway, back to my point with, like, doing comics. Like, have you... Do you plan on, like, focusing on more comic work? Because I noticed that your work that you post is more just kind of like, here's a character that I'm working on, here's a headshot that I did of somebody. Like, mm-hmm. or do you plan on doing, like, more original comic stuff online? Um, my motivation for comics goes in and out. Um, I can easily bust out a comic in, like, an hour. Um, and I try to do them daily. That's why there's, like, in and out spots where, like, I'll have, like, five and then, like, none at all. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, a matter of, like, if I feel like doing it. People definitely like that stuff a lot, and that would be my only reason for doing more. Would you make a Gap Street comic? I don't know that it... Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, I love you guys. Uh, you just you just spat it out words and I couldn't <laughs> process and I was like, I don't know what that is. Can you point to like, the fucking sign <laughs> to like, remind yourself where yeah, you were? Yeah, there we That's are. so funny. Yeah. Dude, but like actually, like I would pay you money to make a Gap Street comic. You know what? That would be super cool. That's my profession. Dude. All right, we're getting this up. We're going to post it. It's going to be great. There, Coming yeah, sometime time. next year, maybe. You saw a Gap Street first. comic. Yes. Gap Street comic. Yeah, awesome. Let's do yeah. it. Yes. So, you... I know back in the day you were a big Steven Universe fan. Back in the day? I don't know if you still are. Yeah, I, you still that's are. still my favorite TV I, show. From, from some of your work, I feel like uh, it's kind of inspired... Oh yeah, definitely. Like the general roundness of some of the characters, Mm -hmm. it's like. So, what are some other like? Are there any other like shows or cartoons that you kind of draw inspiration from, just either through your art or just as Mm -hmm. an artist in general? Um, when it comes (coughs) to like a character creation, like how like what's this characters like temperaments and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, I draw a lot of inspiration from um, shows like Avatar: The Last Airbender, stuff like that. Um, I actually like um, rip characters off from that show when I design like my own D&D characters mm. um it's pretty shameless but I do it anyways that's cool yeah yeah um is a really big one um Gravity Falls um like their facial expressions I'll steal mm-hmm. that stuff a lot um let's talk about cartoons for a while let's I like talk about, about cartoons, cartoons. I have yeah. talked about cartoons since I was like seven years old let's see oh. this that makes me sad. Is anime yeah. a car- is anime cartoon? I feel like that's a can of worms. <laughs> I'm, not, <laughs> I, I'm not privy I to this debate, so yeah. uh, go ahead. I, I, I want to hear it. I feel like I, I'm not like 
I don't know what the word is, but I don't think I'm deserving enough to get into that. I'm not. <laughs> Fair like, enough. You don't have you know, the degree. Yeah, it. I don't have the degree. That that's it. Like you need. I mean, like I guess it goes down to your definition of like what's a cartoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess that I, I don't know. Like Corey, can you can you while you got the computer next to you, can you Google the <laughs> Webster? Now I'm the intern. Okay. Now the <laughs> Great. Um, yeah. I would assume it's probably just like, or no, not is anime a cartoon? <laughs> what? What did you ask uh, me? What is a cartoon? What? <laughs> That's all I had in my mind. Was... What is a cartoon? A simple drawing showing the features of its subjects in a humorously and ex- oh, that's so animated. Exaggerated way. Exaggerated way, especially a satirical one in a newspaper or magazine, or a motion picture using animation techniques to photograph a sequence of drawings. Rather than real people or objects, so that is. So I guess any form of animation. Look, I guess. people also search for anime. Right here. There you go. It's the second one. I don't know why drama is the first one, but who like, knows? Yeah. You know what? It's Google. Why Same is this thing. the representative that's picture? Uh, Mr. Be- that's Mr. Bean. That's Mr. Is that Bean. really? Yeah. Yeah. He's oh an, my god. He's an American hero. Wow. Isn't he from Europe? Isn't that the whole thing? <laughs> he is from Europe. I'm it's not a problem. It's whatever. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nice. I feel like if you ask me. Uh, the difference in between it is that was gross. A, a little bit. Okay, anyways. A little bit of phlegm. What? A little, little bit of phlegm came flying out of my mouth. Nice. I completely forget what I was talking about. Anime and cartoon. Anime and cartoon. Anime versus cartoon. Did it happen again? I don't know. Did it? Okay, no, it didn't. Um, anime ha- is first of all it depends on kind of where it comes from, but then you get into like anime that were like developed in the West, like in America. And there's like whatever. Cowboy Bebop. I didn't know that. I think so. I think it is Castlevania. And Ca- Castlevania, yeah. that's a good one. Um, it it all it kind of boils down to like the style. Like anime and cartoon definitely have like two very different styles. And then there's very few examples that I can think of where like um, those two kind of like blend together. Like Avatar: The Last Airbender, people would call that a comic, but it definitely has like a lot of like anime aspects to it. Oh, like, for sure. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I agree. How faces are drawn, how they act. Um, same with um, Legend of Korra. Uh, Voltron? Yeah, that was yeah. one. Um, and just like stuff like that where it just like kind of bridges the gap. But like most of them are in two very separate categories. So is Winnie the Pooh an anime? I would say no. Oh, Sorry. Darn. It's my theory. But yeah, because I know, <laughs> I know like people in the like an older generation that aren't really under like know anime as it is or where it came from and the whole like you know principles behind it mm-hmm. like when I, I try to get my dad to watch Death Note because it's like one of my favorite shows of all time but the main reason that kept him away with it away from it was movie. because <laughs> not the movie not the movie not the movie oh they said booby I was no. like <laughs> I mean <laughs> keep any guy away uh, <laughs> no but like he didn't he didn't really want to watch it because he saw it was like well it's a cartoon right so I feel like I don't know I think the Love whole... Death of Robots. Love Death well, Robots. Yeah, but that's not... Some of it's cartoon. That's most... Yeah, some of it is, like, cartoon, but a lot of it is also kind of, like, 3D rendered. Yeah, I'm But the cartoon pr- ones are really good. I'm yeah. pretty sure for some of them, we, they use, like, the Unreal Engine for, like... Oh, really? They just look so much like a video <coughs> game cutscene. Yeah. Not, like, traditional, like, CGI. Like, the very like first one does, mm-hmm. for sure. Definitely. Yeah. 
Um, when I first watched Lo- Love, Death, and Robots, I immediately thought of you, Ross, because I was like, this has got to be his shit. Like, uh, there's like, there's no way that he just mm-hmm. didn't love this show. Dude, I watched the entirety of that series while you were laying on the floor right there. Yeah. I was like, because I, I, I had mentioned it, I, I had already seen it twice, and I was yeah. over at Corey's one night, and he was, and we were just like, let's watch uh, Love, Death, and Robots. Or like, I think you just pulled it up, and he was like, what about this? And I was like, yeah. that's fucking amazing. Yeah. But I, I yeah. fell asleep. I started watching it. You were gone. I put my headphones on. I just stared at that screen for like another three hours it's mm-hmm. great yeah i yeah. love that stuff man yeah i really think most of it and then some of it it was just like wow there's just straight up porn on my screen right now yeah there's... yep yeah <laughs> uh yeah warning to uh whoever's planning on watching that there yeah, is a lot of definitely stuff definitely mature content yeah great but, you job. know i'm a big boy so he, he's it. a big fine. boy now he's graduated yeah. high school yep that's what that means there you go yeah that, that's how it'd be yeah, I'm officially an adult. My coworkers saw I can kill people now, so yeah. Uh, I think that's something you can always do. Well, he works. Well, he works at a place where you throw axes. I do. Like, I do throw axes for, for a living. So I'm sorry. I'm like trained. You know. You throw no. axes for a living. Yeah, I work at dueling axes. You know where that is? No. It's downtown. Like I coach people how to throw bladed objects. Whoa! What made you want to do that? Uh, opportunity. <laughs> I it's not like I had a passion <laughs> for it beforehand. Where I was like, man, you know, like. If I could do one thing, like that wasn't it, but mm-hmm. I got the opportunity and I have loved working there for the past like eight months now, mm-hmm. uh, seven months or so. I don't know, but uh, beautiful job. I love it there. Nice. They're yeah. maxes. Love Hot it. Dead. Yeah. I'm yeah. scared. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's an, an anime that's based around axe throwing. I highly, I don't. I, or at least uh, like a cartoon. Google it. Don't, right. don't say there isn't something again. based around the anime because. Cartoon based around. Axe. Here it is. This is how we get all of our questions. Uh, there's like in it. Yeah, there's. No it's one. called the woman was really nerd. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I, that's that meme of like the uh, the girl who throws the axe. It bounces off the floor. No, we don't talk. We're, we already talked about that. Corey gets upset whenever anybody mentions that. Vi- have you seen that video? Of the I have woman no idea what that you're talking about. The axe and it bounces back. All right, I think it. yeah, we're not getting anywhere with that. Right, anyway. Cool. It's not on the first page. It's not so on back the, back know, to cartoons for a little bit. Yes. Um, yeah. I've had this debate with my buddy Sam. Everyone like we have this debate every once in a while. Not really a debate, but a conversation about how Disney has completely steered away from doing two D mm-hmm. animation. Um, I'm trying. One, I'm trying to think. When was the last like? Now they have PewDiePie. <laughs> when was that's the, the they, they dropped him after he yeah after he dropped the N word <laughs> yeah live. That's something he did. What, what happened? <laughs> Good old Felix. <laughs> Uh, okay. He done goofed. But yeah, like, was it Treasure Planet was, like, the last... Dude, Treasure well, Planet's I feel like there's dope. more recent than that. I know there is more recent than that, but, like, Treasure Planet is kick-ass. That movie's severely underrated. Yeah. Yeah. That was, like, my shit growing up. I, have you ever played the Treasure Planet video game? No. It's kind I think of hot, so, It's yeah. kind of hot garbage. Wasn't but... <laughs> it on, like, the Game Boy? Uh, no, PS1. Damn. Probably didn't play it then. Played Did it. they do Atlantis? Or was that a different studio? Because I want to know who did Atlantis, because that, that shit was really good. I feel like that was Disney. Yeah. yeah. Can we talk about Atlantis for a minute? Because like, I never, I never. You saw never Atlantis. saw that movie. I never saw Atlantis. Did you ever see that? Yeah, I saw it. That was the shit. I love that movie. It was real dude. good. Like, you know the the one image that comes to my mind is like the main dude mm-hmm. with like he has kind of a similar facial structure to you. Actually. Milo. Yeah. Uh, is that his name? Yeah. Okay. And then his hair is like a little more wild. Mm-hmm. Um, but I see like the ship with like the lattice window. On oh the yeah. Outside. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Like that's the thing. I don't really remember much else from that movie. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I just see that image and I'm like, 
God, it was done so well. Anyway, yeah. we can talk about something else now, but <laughs> I got to gush about Atlantis because that movie was, like, the shit. Oh, man, but, yeah. I could. That, that movie is very stylized. And that's kind of, like, my thing. If a movie has, like, a lot of, like, style uniqueness to it, yes. you bet your ass I'm going to love the show of that movie. Also, Brother Bear. Brother Bear? Brother Bear. It's all right. The first one was pretty good. The second one was, like, hey. There was a second one? There was. I think there was a third one. Jeez, okay, well, but like cash did, cow, I guess. Yeah, but. they did the thing that Disney always does, is that whenever they make Great. a sequel, it's just hot garbage. Except for Toy Story. Toy Story. That one was really good. Toy Story 4, let's it, talk about it. That, should it happen or should it not happen? I don't think it should have happened. I don't think it should happen. Yeah. Did it already happen? Is it out? Not yet. Okay, I was going to say. They just, I think they happen? just recently released like the new trailer for it, I think. Dude, mm-hmm. they like burned the toys last time. When are they have to... <laughs> <laughs> The story's Ooh. over, you that know. Was, that was Toy that Story took, Endgame right there. Like that dark turn so fast. Yeah. In the whole like, remember all like the mom Facebook posts were like, I cried at the end of Toy Story three. Like, and it's like there's like a minion on the side of it. Like it's just oh yeah. Every single time. Ooh. Like, uh, fucking Andy Thanos snapped and like burned half his toys. I like, guess so. That's how that works. <laughs> I've never heard of that kind of crossover, but yeah, I dig it. But, but, yeah. Would you get a shoe that says Andy on the bottom? Just because you're a mega fan? Would you I, I would buy a shoe and then write Andy on the bottom of it. I would not buy a shoe. Like, especially like a collector's edition shoe. <laughs> yeah, that would just make me Shittily like, scrawled. God. Yeah. You uh, know, some, like, small child in India did that, and it would just make me sad. <laughs> Alright, then. We're going there. <laughs> but Yeah. But okay. how, all right, I'm gonna we're gonna transition a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> so we talked we talked about cartoons in general. Cartoons. Cartoons. Do you ever exper- Have you ever tried experimenting in any form of animation yourself as an as an illustrator? Um. Yes. Do I like it? Not really. It's just it's really tedious. But I have dabbled in animation before. I think I only have like one animation on my Instagram right now. And it's of, um, some, like, it was from, like, an audio from people playing a video game. I forget who it was, but they were playing Monster Prom. Uh, do either of you know what that is? No. Oh, it's like... I feel like like I saw your video, though, like, a long time ago. Yeah, Yeah. it's like a... It's like this dating sim where, like, you date monsters, and then, like, they either, like, take you to prom or they dump your ass in the most horrific way possible. Dude, dating in real life is already dating monsters. Am I right? Let's go. go. What's up? Oh, all right. (laughs) We did it behind the sign. Nobody saw our fist bumps. So, yeah. You know, it's fine. <laughs> but yeah, basically, um, it was um, their reaction to getting dumped, and then they just sang a song, and then I animated that. It's, it was pretty funny. I thought it was great. And then other people were like, yeah, this is all right. I was like, I've always enjoyed, like, uh, quick animated segments of, like, podcasts or uh, Let's Plays or stuff like that. Mm, yeah. Where, the, where, like, even if it's one single frame every, like, five seconds or something mm-hmm. like that, like, there's something fun along with it. Oh, yeah. You know? Because and, your your mind create like, if it's, like, mostly audio, your mind kind of, you know, imagines what it's like if it's just audio from a podcast yeah. or if it's... Yeah. There might be playing a game, but, like, doing that, like, animated segment, um, it kind of gives you a different perspective. Yeah, on, like on, what, on the original content. Um, podcast I've mentioned a few times, Pre Dead Boys, uh, in the past few episodes. Shout out Pre Dead Boys, you guys are awesome, Max and Dorian. You guys are really but, cool. Yeah, 
I mean, I'll show you them eventually. Um, cool. But they talk about death and stuff. But I have never seen what either of them actually look like. Mm-hmm. And so they probably look way different oh, yeah, than definitely. what their voices sound like, mm-hmm. you know? So their voices are very characterized mm-hmm. and they're very distinct. And, uh, you know, like I imagine they're, they probably are like, I don't know, they, they, they're, mm-hmm. they're way different, probably. Yeah, is that yeah like I how, get is that. that. Is that like how everybody like was super surprised when they found out Vanoss Gaming was Asian? I don't know who that is, but like, you remember, sure. you ever watch him? I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I remember him doing a face reveal. I was like, I didn't know. Yeah. He was, was like, Asian. Oh, okay. Everybody thought Critical was like 500 pounds. Really? And like 40. Until he finally, he was like, yeah, I'm like 19 and I have a beard and I'm short. Like, you know. <laughs> that was like, such a good impression. Dude, I love doing an that impression. That was great. What's up, everybody? It's Scab Street. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the That's best awesome. podcast of all time. Uh, <laughs> today we're doing a little Gab Street gameplay. I'm like, battle. Let's get into this shit. I like, love I love Critical. Shout out Critical. If you ever listen to this, I love you. You're great. Do you think you do, you'll experiment with any more animation down the line yourself? Yes. Yes? Yeah. um, I eventually want to make like a a YouTube channel um, and then just do like, you know, like those uh, slice of life videos that people will do like Jade Mm -hmm. Animation, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I want to eventually do something like that. I feel like it'd be a lot of fun. That'd be cool. Mm -hmm. So is your process of animation... Stop pumping the table. I bumped the table once. The street sign's gonna follow. I'm sorry. Um, is your so is your process like for animation? Like, do you use Adobe? Do you use the Adobe Suite for most of your stuff, or do you use a separate software? Uh, for the one animation that I did, I did it like a really like bootleg style, where like um I did the animation like as a flipbook in my software that I use, which is a Sketchbook Pro by Autodesk. It's completely free and it comes with everything. It's really good for a beginner's plugin. Anyways, <laughs> it but like you can't sync up audio to it. So mm-hmm. I just like put in the frames roughly and then I put it into um, Adobe Premiere. That's the video editing yeah, thing, Premiere. right? I put it in, into uh, Premiere and then put the audio over that and then just added and subtracted the frames from the audio, which is arguably the worst way... <laughs> You can never animate something, <laughs> but that's what I did. Yeah, but I just didn't feel like learning um, the Adobe um, animation software because I'm lazy. Yeah, it takes. I, I did. Uh, I used Adobe Animate for the short film Paper Portal. I did mm-hmm. where it was like it was really shitty because like to go like it does take some getting used to and like you had to. I had to look up like a ton of tutorials just to learn how to do like some simple stuff. Um, but for the most part, like Photoshop, if you're trying to do, because you can do frame animation in Photoshop. Yes, I have heard of that. Um, if you go like frame by frame using onion skinning, mm-hmm. um, done stuff like that, it's like pretty simple. Actually, mm-hmm. uh, the media arts teacher, I won't say her name for privacy reasons. I think you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, I miss her. Yeah, she was. Uh, I she actually had me do like a tutorial for the f- for the first period media arts class on mm-hmm. how to do frame by frame. Did you say onion skinning? Yes. Yeah. I'm stuck on that term. It's so onion skinning is when you have your current frame that you're working on, but you have the previous frame overlaid. So if you're working with something that's movement, uh, then you have like a reference for your previous because of layers. Yeah. Yeah. So it's layers. It's like so you, they can like <laughs> the so they can out. attribute it to Shrek. <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. They can attribute bunch. it to Shrek. I'm sorry. Trademark. Mm-hmm. 
Shrek Industries. There you, I don't... Yep, there it is. I'm sure there is a Shrek Industries. I can't believe Shrek has infiltrated actual, like, software. <laughs> like, it's become a staple enough where... Well, it's already a staple. It's a cultural staple of uh, America for thousands of years already, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think if Shrek 5 comes out, people will actually give a shit? Or do you think people will just be like... Oh, it's just That's a big meme. meme. It's just a big meme at this point. I never saw past one. A lot of people will be upset about that. I've seen all of them. Really? Have mm-hmm. you actually? Mm-hmm. Should I be sorry or should I be, like, okay with that? <laughs> That's a good question. I don't know if they're good or not. I just always got the impression that they were... I mean, when you're, a, when you're a kid... When you're a kid, they're really cool. Now... When you, when you like watching gingerbread men get mutilated, it's great. This makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> For the most part. Not the gumdrop. Not the gumdrop buttons. <laughs> anyway. And he gets waterboarded by milk and then thrown into the trash. <laughs> Just like most of our society. I feel like this is, <laughs> this is like some kind of weird shit that you find in like a Snapchat story ad. Mm-hmm. Like on those like advertisements. Like the, the real like message behind <coughs> Shrek. It's kind yes. of dark, the dark truth behind Shrek the movie. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Just like pink news. <laughs> <laughs> they had the mocap for for uh, fucking gingerbread man. I love how they had I an s- actual amputee with a de- detachable <laughs> leg. That's terrible. That is terrible. <laughs> Let's s- talk about more about amputees. <laughs> <laughs> I came over to Corey. We wa- we watched uh, Corey and I saw Avengers Endgame. We came back to his house and he just put on paraplegic basketball for like half an hour. I'm not even joking. Dude, okay, it was it was like three in the morning. I was really tired and out of it. <laughs> And I saw some of it at work earlier that day. I was like, this shit is so interesting. Have you ever watched wheelchair basketball? No. <laughs> that shit is so cool to watch. No, but legitimately it interesting. not even fucking funny. Like it's just cool. Uh-huh. To watch. You know? Like uh-huh. it's like they're doing that. Yeah. For me it was one of those things where it's just kinda like that's different. Yeah. I like What are you ableist? <laughs> No, I mean it's like it's cool that they do it, but like you know, I don't. I, didn't wa- I was sitting in here with an no, ableist, I don't like but... watch sports in general other than like a f- occasionally watching a Blue Jackets game. But that's about Same. it. Like, yeah, I'm not a sports guy. Yeah, make sports interesting, like wheelchair basketball, yeah. and then I'm watching. Do you, you think know? they dunk it all or? <laughs> They, they just have to, like, stack on each other yeah, there to you do go. that. Yeah. yeah, pulley system. Or they, they all do, like, a, oh, God, their <laughs> arms are so fucking meaty. They just oh, yeah. Wheelchair and all. Demonetized. <laughs> Dunked on that monetary And you, like, dip a toe in, just make you guys go down first, and then I'll be like, okay, now I can take a step down. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, you aren't the one getting demonetized. People are still going to commission you. Yeah. <laughs> We aren't monetizing this in the first place, so mm-hmm. that's cool. No. There you go. But you can buy our merch. You can. Quick buy, plug. Buy, Quick buy plug. their merch. We'll do that. And uh, pay us and $3 dollars on Ko-fi. ko-fi.com, ko-fi.com slash Gab Street Podcast. Mm-hmm. Anyway. But, there you go. Yeah. All right. So, we do a podcast. Yeah. But you also do a podcast. Well, you're on a podcast. You, you've been on a podcast. I do do a podcast. You do, you do a podcast. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, I want to buy. Talk about that important. Wow. Talk about it. like what what is the what is this podcast you do? Oh, um, the podcast is called the Weekly Natters. It's kind of a flaming garbage can, but we have fun doing it. Um, natters. Natters. It's basically <laughs> you look at me weird. It's basically a podcast where um, we just talk about like weekly like podcast. Oh, 
Like Natty Light? Is that what you talk about? Mm-hmm. Or... Stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's basically talk about like weekly pop culture news, like movie news, video games, anime, cartoons, just like anything that we're just like, hey, this would be cool. Okay. We have a big list. Um, and we mostly talk about that. Um, my job on the show isn't really to talk. I draw live. Um, you and just usually... sit in the corner like, you do not speak. Like, it's just... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that was rude. <laughs> but yeah, basically... Um, I draw, and then I'll also talk about weird shit that happened to me that week. Um, and that's about it. We get off topic a lot, um, but we, we have a good time. We only have, like, maybe 20 weekly viewers, so it's not that big. That's still but, pretty good. I yeah, mean, like, that's, that's decent we do. for, yeah. I don't think I've ever reached past, like, 11 viewers on a Twitch stream that I did, which is really sad, but, so. That's, yeah, we, we all get, we all start. I've never gotten past somewhere. three, so <clears throat> that's cool. One of yeah. which was my mom, who was like, how does Twitch work? <laughs> One of them was, like, me watching my own stream to check it, and then the oh, other yeah, two the were, like, you for, like, 20 seconds, yeah. and then... Yeah. I think you were playing Darkest Dungeon or something. Something like that. Terrible game to stream. Dude, never stream Darkest Dungeon. It's yeah, feel not like fun it's... to watch. Yeah. Like, turn-based shit? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's very rare. Pokemon, um, though. Pokemon's good stream. Oh, yeah, that's because it's Pokemon. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, um, I think the first time I ever did a stream, it was, like... <laughs> Burp. Sorry. It was, um... <laughs> you it was enough you on your a stroke there for a second? A little bit. Good? It was an art stream. And then there's one viewer, but I had the stream pulled up. And I like had conversations with that one viewer, like one-sided conversations. I was like, "Hey guy, I'm gonna call you Kevin. Thanks for sticking around." I didn't know that that was me watching my own stream. <laughs> so you were you were talking to yourself. I was talking to myself as myself talking to someone I didn't know was myself. That's so sad. It was sad. That's <laughs> so sad. And then I realized when I turned off the podcast, it was like, oh. But yeah, that was my first Twitch experience. Nice. Did it feel genuine though? Because if it did, it was worth it. I uh, kind of. Yeah. I. I like, feel did you like respond it... to yourself too? Like... No. <laughs> okay. I, no, I had that. I, I felt like I was just getting stonewalled by this guy. I was like, maybe he just doesn't have a keyboard or something. Maybe he's just like uncomfortable. He feels <laughs> bad if I, if he leaves. Those were the thoughts going through my head. Not once, but I was like, FBI maybe, agent. Maybe I'm just talking to myself. Yeah. <laughs> Or it could have been an FBI agent. You never know. So you have a, there's other people that you do this podcast with. Mm-hmm. Are they also artists, or are they just like friends of yours? Um, they are voice actors that I met through a voice actor that talked to me. It was like, hey, do you want to draw for our podcast? And I said yes. And then they're like, cool. So I don't know any of those people very well. I love those stories. Yeah. Yes, and then cool. Like I love that. <laughs> so simple and good. Very descriptive. Yes, I'm good at that. I have a question for you. Yeah. Real quick. I'm putting you on the spot. Finally. Okay. I told you about this earlier. So My seat is hot. Yes. I don't know if it's from the seat or... We got seat warmers in these old plastic chairs. I'm uncomfortable. Um, so we asked this of Kenneth, and he said, I don't know. So uh, at, at first, kind and of then... Going back to you had, as an artist in general. Yes. Yeah. started with. Full circle. So <clears throat> what makes you unique in the field of graphic design? Uh as an individual and mm-hmm. what you bring to the table. Mm-hmm. Um, Why should we hire Ross Davey to 
draw our fan my fictions. fan fictions. Oh, instead of other people. Furry hot dog. Compared. That's another table. Like, we, we, we can go somewhere else. We want to talk about that. <laughs> there's a dinner table, and then there's the side table, and then there's <laughs> like, know, like the kinky table. <laughs> there's the end table by the bed. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um, what makes me unique? Um. Hmm. It's a hard question, so... Yeah, I feel like another answer. It's mostly my style, obviously. Every, like, artist that's, like, bigger... I wouldn't call myself bigger, but, like, I definitely feel like I have a unique art style compared to most people. I would agree. Thanks. Of course. Um, also, uh, my color palettes are usually very um, unique. They're all, like, very, like, soft. And then, like, contrast that with, like, really, like, contrast bright colors. Um, I don't see very many other artists like doing that usually they use like the whole spectrum but i use like only like two parts of it okay um also how i do line art it's not exactly unique but i like mixed styles that i haven't seen other people mix before and i feel like uh that's pretty neat so those are the things i mostly take pride in cool Mm -hmm. yeah i think it's always important for and this is why i push guests on this uh, Mm -hmm. because if you want to have any success in a creative field especially mm-hmm. uh, really in any field but it's most important in a creative field because there's so many people who claim to be creatives mm-hmm. and I, like calling yourself a creative makes you creative you know yeah. and if you are if you put creative energy into anything you are automatically creative mm-hmm. but being a prominent creative and having people interested in your product you have to be able to show what is different about what you do and what possible different benefits that you could provide for somebody. Like, say, especially in a commission environment, Mm -hmm. you know? Because you really have to... That's such a competitive field. Oh, no, yeah. So Um, competitive. uh, When I do... um, What is the thing when... Promotion. Hmm. I promote my art in a way that, like, annoys people. Like, (laughs) I, I get maybe, like, three or four commissions a week... But almost triple that are people telling me to fuck off. But nice. I'm just like, I'm, I'm just going to keep doing it because you, you can't do anything. That's how you do it, man. And that, that's Get past what I the do. haters, dude. Yeah. I, I just like, if you don't like my work, you can just block me. But I'm going to keep posting it here. And then they're just like, fuck you. They're usually like angry 12-year-olds and stuff. You can't change for the viewership, you yeah. know? Yeah. You got The only people that you should really even barely consider changing for... Is like your first like base of twenty five fifty fans. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like uh, I read something about podcasts in general. It's like always stick with your first fifty. Mm-hmm. You know, and that makes sense to a certain degree. If you have your own flair that you want to put in there and that is authentically you, obviously mm-hmm. you shouldn't change that. But when you have like I, I was actually listening to the H3 podcast earlier today, uh, they were interviewing Logic. It was an older episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and Logic was talking about, well, why do you want these haters to like you? Well, you know, I want to feel accepted. Okay, why do you want to feel accepted by these haters? And you're like, well... And he kept asking questions and it eventually led to, like, that doesn't matter. You should want to feel accepted by, in this case, your first 50 or yeah. your family and friends. You shouldn't want to change for the people who already don't want to support you. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. If somebody's putting effort into it and wants to see you succeed, that's the place for it. For yeah, it. there you go. You know? So, I thought that was a valuable lesson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Um, I think you're taking it very well. Yeah. 
From yeah. if you're if you're being truthful, I think uh, I think you are. But yeah, thanks. <laughs> yeah, of course. But uh, you seem to have the right attitude, so that's cool. Awesome. I I'm glad other voices other than the ones inside my head are telling me I'm doing a good job. Respect. Yeah. There you go. Of course. Mm-hmm. All right. So. Do you, where do you plan on go? Where do you? How do you plan on taking, or where do you plan on taking this whole? You know, artist doing continuing to do freelance commission work. How far do you plan on taking that? Hmm. Um, I definitely want to take it to a point where I can finally use it to pay my rent. Um, like, like completely. Yeah, completely. Like um, art is my main job, and maybe get like part time work to get like other expenses out of the way. I eventually just want to be completely self-reliant on commissions and um, social media and stuff like that. Um, I also want to get onto YouTube and get into that field. Um, so I ultimately want to be like, you know, like a YouTuber and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, how people like usually like roll their eyes about that. But I feel like doing that, it would be fun as hell. Yeah. It would be real, a real good time. I think it's interesting. I think uh, a lot of cartoonists slash artists that I watch are uh, Domics and Odd First Out. Mm-hmm. Um, I watch those guys every once in a while, and it's like, I didn't know until later that they actually have, like, I know, I think I think Odd First Out is, I don't know if he has a team, but Domix, he has, like, a couple other people oh, yeah. working on his stuff. Oh, animation team, yeah. Yeah, he has, like, a whole team, and he does, like, the voiceover, and he'll, like, help out with the animation, but he's got, like, a whole team behind him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it takes kind of a try and error, but not really, but you can, like, tell when people have a team, because um, people animate and styles are slightly different, and you can mm-hmm. see it, like, throughout the video. Yeah. Um, Jaden Animation also does the same thing. You'll yeah. see, like, the animation style change if you really pay attention to it. Yeah, and I, I think if, you know, if you're really dedicated into getting into the whole field of doing cartoons and doing a YouTube thing, I think someone like you could really thrive because um, those channels seem to be doing really well. I'm always seeing stuff from Odd First Out and Domics on the trending page. Mm. Um stuff like that and it's like one of those it's the, it's those kinds of channels that like you watch first step you watch one video and then mm-hmm. you just kind of go down a rabbit hole of a bunch yeah. of other mm-hmm. videos um i think swoozy is another one i watch he's kind of like i think i've heard of him yeah he mm-hmm. i don't know if he like it's kind of like he does like story time stuff but then it's like animated where it's like mm-hmm. it's similar to the uh it's an art style similar to like a cyanide and happiness kind of art style where it's like very simplistic and it's mm. like no like not a lot of full animation just kind of like you know enough images mm-hmm. to like get like the point across yeah to get the point yeah mm-hmm. um but i think someone like you could easily thrive in that field thanks and i think when you mention youtube do you like a more of a commentary perspective or do you want to actually like voice act and animate for youtube specifically? Um, or like a vlog kind of setting uh, I definitely want to, like, um, do, like, slice-of-life stuff, like, um, just that kind of animation. Okay. Uh, when it comes to, like, full-blown stuff, like, music videos and stuff like that, maybe. I just kind of want to get into animation and see where it goes from there. Um, I think your voice has a lot of potential, personally. Stop it. <laughs> like, no, seriously, what, I, I'm not going to say I'm a professional by any means, but, uh, there are a few voices that I've heard, like, throughout high school and throughout... Mm-hmm. You know, just like doing this podcast and stuff. Um, and when I hear a voice that I think I would like to hear mm-hmm. in the content that I consume on a daily basis, uh, that exactly. I, you get I it back eat YouTubers. Later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice, nice callback. Yeah, there you um, go. But I think you, uh, I mean, even now you are loud enough for the microphone. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's very nice to have somebody who knows what's going on mm-hmm. 
clearly has had some sort of experience already, uh, and your voice has enough character to it, enough inflection mm-hmm. that is it's a signature thing. And like hearing you in a cartoon would be like super cool. I ah, think. Okay. You know. Yeah, so. I'll keep that in mind. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm always like really self-conscious when I talk. Not like to the point where I don't want to talk, but I always feel like I mumble through all of my words. I completely disagree. I think yeah. you're very articulate. Uh, not overly articulate either, mm-hmm. because I've been called overly articulate before, and people are like, I, oh my god, you're such a nerd. But like, I don't think I've ever like talked to someone and been like, man, they over-articulate their words. What yep. a jackass. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm not going to say it's people I like to associate with. That's fair. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's always people, you know, like the haters. You don't want to change for the haters, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I hate, I hate them because you ain't them. But, sure, you sure. know, what a, hate us because you ain't us. Um, but... But, like, (laughs) I'm not going to sit here and say you have a cartoony voice. That's not Mm. what I mean. Mm. I think you have a voice that would be good for cartoons or for some level of animation involvement. And if you were to work with someone Mm -hmm. who was talented enough or if you were to animate your own stuff uh, and put enough work into matching your vocal animation... Mm -hmm. Uh, with visual, uh, I think that would be a perfect pair. Uh, yeah. And I think, especially if you make it uh, a little more tailored for Columbus and stuff, because we're all about Columbus, sport local, uh, that would be also really cool. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think you should get into that and try and get some voice acting jobs. Cool, yeah. yeah. That's definitely more encouraging than uh, most people have been like. They're just like, yeah, sure, you can do animation. But yeah, I fuck, think I'll actually try people. now. Yeah. If you can't give constructive criticism, don't criticize at all. I think. Yeah. And I, it wasn't even criticism. It was just mm-hmm. like telling you you're good. Like, if you can't, it, or if you say, and this is just a lesson for everybody, I think. If you want to give something praise, it's cool to be like, hey, yeah, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But if you want to legitimately support someone and help them get along to their next level, uh, saying like, yeah, that's pretty cool, doesn't really help much. Mm-hmm. If you say, like, I feel like I'm pretty good at, at giving... Uh, praise and constructive criticism. Sure, yeah. You know, uh, you have to develop it a bit more and you have to be a little more invested, uh, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, it, you have to actually have advice for somebody. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Have you looked cool. at doing any, like, potential, like, internships for doing anything in graphic design? I just completely spaced out for a second. I didn't know Bruce Willis was in Pulp Fiction. <laughs> That's what I was thinking uh, about. This is a Pulp Fiction Oh, poster. yeah, there's a giant-ass Pulp there's Fiction a Pulp poster. Fiction. What did you here. say? So, have you... <laughs> Have you, like, outside of doing freelance work, have you looked into, like, any other companies, either, like, you know, somewhere in Columbus or, like, around town, just, Mm -hmm. like, looking for companies that are people that are looking for graphic designers or Mm -hmm. people to, you know, do, like, like, you know, bring you in as, like, either an intern or someone who actually, like, works for the company? Have you, like, looked into any of that at all? Uh, yeah, I I have looked into it for the past couple months, but unfortunately, you need, like, a degree for that kind of stuff. And I don't want to go to college unless I have to. Uh, so right now it's just kind of freelancing. Um, if someone reaches out and like wants to see me do intern stuff, then I'll be like, hell yeah. But uh, companies usually don't like people like me without degrees and stuff like that. Uh, I think we might know some groups of people in Columbus uh, that may be able to help you out. So, I mean, yeah, I if you guys want to point me out some people, I'd highly appreciate it. I'm actually looking for work right now. I'm going to shout out one of those people, Revolter Pictures. Y'all are cool. Uh, but anyway. There you go. Yeah. 
Also, like, if you look, look up, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. I, it wasn't important, but yeah, basically, I need to teach myself how to use Photoshop and stuff like that. That's another really big thing. I don't know, like Photoshop. I kind of know Illustrator, but that's about it. Okay. I mean, for the most part, if you're if you have a software that you use and you're comfortable with it, and you know the ins and outs, and you know that you can complete a job that is required within that software that you have. Mm-hmm. I mean, Photoshop, like. Yeah, that's what they like the professional like the Adobe Suite is what the professionals use. But mm-hmm. if you're if you know how to do everything in separate software, then you know. <coughs> but you know, I'm not not to say that you shouldn't learn Photoshop because I probably it's, should. it's a great software. Yeah, but it's just, the um, Studio Standard. Yeah, get with the times, Ross. You need to learn how to do the things. Pretty nice. Pretty nice. Yeah. Pretty nice. We got two more questions for you. Uh, one that I I would like to ask you first. Is uh, and I've also started trying to ask this of everybody, because mm-hmm. um, you always got to thank your past a little bit, um, and the people who have helped you in the past. So, what opportunities are you thankful for, uh, in the path of developing your talent and professionalism mm-hmm. in the field that you are in now? Uh, what opportunities are you thankful for in that uh, that have brought you to the position you're at now? Hmm. And what, what are the people? That have given you those opportunities, yada yada. Mm-hmm. I don't um, have to name them specifically or anything, but yeah, you know. I feel like definitely like um, my sister Katie. Um, she did a lot of art when I was trying to do art, and she would encourage me even when like my art was like really crappy, just like everyone else that like starts out. It's like, oh yeah, that's really good. Here's how you can improve with this. And then I'm just like sitting here drawing like this fox person. I don't want to go back. (laughs) Um, But yeah. um, No more furry porn. (laughs) We don't talk about that. (laughs) Anyway, um, my sister was super encouraging. Uh, My parents were super supportive of like um, me saying, uh, I want to do this for a living. And they're both like, yeah, we like fully support you. Um, you definitely seem like you have the drive for that, but like, that's you, good. You need to like work yeah. your ass off for this, and mm-hmm. I was like, I'm fully willing to do that. Um, no, that's that's supportive, and I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very important. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, shout out them. Yeah, my parents are cool people. Sweet, Sarah and Adam, talking to you. Same <laughs> last same last name, kind of. Anyways, um, and then like through high school. Uh, people support me randomly, but once I got to senior year and started taking art classes, um, I thought I would hate art classes because I thought, thought like the teachers would be like too critical and like, oh, you need to do it like this. But at our high school, like our teachers yeah, were like they were very, like super yeah lenient and supportive mm-hmm. and just kind of like they they understood that art was subjective and that it was all kind of like for the most part is like if you like how this turned out and you have and it like it's your vision mm-hmm. yeah. Know? But yeah, our um, graph design teacher, she would like critique every single one of my pieces. Like it didn't matter like how pre- how like good I did on it. She'd be like, "All right, you need to fix this, this and this," which like I very highly appreciate because no one yeah. ever critiqued me like that on my work. Like she would like praise me, be like, "This is really good," but like you fucked up here, here, and here. Maybe yeah. not like that, like crassly, but like she really like challenged me to improve. She knew what looked good and what mm-hmm. could use some work. And that yeah. takes a lot yeah, mm-hmm. to be able to look at, to be able to actually give that kind of thing mm-hmm. in a way that uh, you feel that, oh yeah, that was support, like later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But at the moment, you better be like, oh, like, you like, know. oh man, I yeah. feel like this was garbage. Yeah. <laughs> but when yeah, you, that kind of stuff. When you pair it with like, hey, yeah, it's good, but like here is like, you can tweak this a little bit, but like yeah. this is also good. 
if you have a good balance there, that's great leadership. Yeah, that, that's how you're supposed to give criticism and critiques. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. cool. So, yeah. Um, I can appreciate that. I never took any of the art classes there other than musical art, but, you know, mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. I like that. I definitely feel like we got lucky with the art teachers that we had in our Oh, school. yeah, definitely. Yeah, they're, they're great. Yep. Cool. That's how I answered that question. One last question for you. Cool. This is also one. This is not a hot seat question. So okay. Uh, this is one we ask everybody, uh, every guest at the end. How can someone who is currently listening to this Bab Street podcast... Where we're at right now. Exactly. Across the TV tray. Um, how can someone find you online or anywhere uh, and ask you for... Or to support what you're doing, mm-hmm. or to ask for commissions, or to just check out your art. Um, I am on Instagram under Ross the Boss Art. Um, Ross the Boss, right? Yes, R O S S underscore D A, and then Boss Art. Okay. So so no underscore after that. No, there's only I, one underscore. Yeah, there's only one. Don't spell out the word. Don't spell out underscore. Or you, <laughs> you can literally just go into Instagram and type in Ross Davy. And then that'll that'll D A V I E D A V I E not D A V E Y or nah, just that, Y. That's or anything. a stupid way of doing it. <laughs> yeah, I've been telling people that for years. <laughs> yeah, um, you can find me on Instagram. I'm also on Twitter under the same tag, but I don't post stuff on there as often. But you can follow me there if you want and look at my work. It's there. Cool. Yeah, that's how I do it. That's where I'm at. And which shout-outs would you like to give other people you work with, people that have supported you, hmm. people that you just generally like that have inspired you, mm-hmm. I guess? Um, I mean, the artists that I was talking about before, I'm sure they're already going to get shout-outs, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, we'll put it. We'll Oof. put their links. Put those up. Um, and along with that, um, I'm working for a um, studio right now. Um, they're the people I do the podcast with. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called uh, Writer's Cove Studios. Um, and you can find them on Twitch, YouTube, Instagram, and I'm pretty sure Twitter as well. Just like under the name um, Writers Code Studios. Um, they're the people that are kind of like helping me get a start where I'm at right now. So, nice. yeah. That's um, awesome. Yeah. That's about it. Cool. Neato burrito. Thank you very much, Ross. That was thank the you, fastest Ross. hour of my life. Oh, thank you. Uh, that was cool. So well, it's not quite narrow. Oh, very very yeah, nice handshake. to have you across I'm the TV tray. I'm giving this man a handshake for the people that can't see with their eyes. Yes. Handshake time. Yay. <laughs> yeah, we were doing a very heartily man handshake. Yeah, it was, was real cool. good. Are, uh, you le- are you left-handed? I'm right-handed, but he, your right hand was already occupied with Corey's hand being in it. Oh, okay, so I, I was wondering, because I've never, like... No, hit... I'm not wrong-handed, no. <laughs> you take that back. <laughs> I, I'm left-handed, you son of a bitch. Did <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have any last-minute quips? Corey's dad has lifted the band on incest jokes, but I can't think of any at the moment, so I'm just gonna... Peter Dinklage?